This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. This episode of All Possibilities is powered by Sennheiser, the future of audio. This episode is hosted by Jessica Brodkin, who you may remember from episode number 11. She's filling in as a guest host for All Possibilities as I take care of my newborn baby. Enjoy the show! What's your exercise regimen? Pray and not eat pizza? That was my answer. Today you'll hear from Anna Hayoshi, a sports medicine acupuncturist and triathlete who recently finished her first half Ironman. When Anna was six years old in Hungary, she knew she wanted to be an acupuncturist and felt divinely guided to journey to America. Anna believes in discipline, athleticism, and following your inner voice. I'm Jessica Brodkin, filling in for Julie Chan. Let's rock and roll. Welcome to the All Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Chan, intuitive life purpose coach and founder of Being My Purpose. Together, let's embark on a discovery of all possibilities. So we're very excited to have Anna Hayoshi with us today. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for being here. Um, So Anna, as an acupuncturist, we wanted to, I'm really interested in learning a lot about you and what brought you to acupuncture to begin with. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm from Hungary, but I have been living in New York for 13 years. And, you know, I always wanted to be an acupuncturist. I remember when I was six, five, six years old, it was a Saturday evening. We were watching a documentary in, in home, at home in, with my family. And it was an acupuncture. It was on traditional healing modalities. And I was very um, interested and very amazed by it, how, you know, they heal the body with... Um, with herbs, with nutrition, with rocks and stones and, and, and acupuncture needles. So I was just amazed by how you can heal the body with, with natural healing without it. This is just with the positive thought. Even just having a positive mindset um, and meditation. Mm-hmm. Studies actually show, as I later researched it, um, and I know more about it, studies show that you can actually change the structure of the brain right. with, with meditation. And I think it's just, just amazing. Yeah. It is amazing that something that started off as a as a religious practice and in the East and still is a religious practice for a lot of people is something that people are using to better themselves. Um, so did you feel did you feel guided to do acupuncture? I mean, it's really remarkable to at six years old be like, I'm going to be an acupuncturist because most people are like, I'm going to be a space cadet or something, or I want to be a fireman. Most people don't like do the thing that they wanted to do when they were six. And it's a very specific thing, acupuncture, because you could have been any kind of like alternative medicine person. Because I feel like that's what I saw on TV. And I was just like, if you're watching Star Wars, I would have been probably, <laughs> you know, I would have been... <laughs> An astronaut or something, but I was just, I don't know. They didn't have Star Wars in Hungary. They just had acupuncture documentaries. (laughs) Yes, that's what we were watching. Um, You know, and and growing up in Hungary, we didn't have acupuncture school. So I became a nutritionist. Um, Oh, you did? Both my parents do Western medicine. My mom is an eye doctor. Oh, And my dad is a gynecologist. Um, I never felt the Different sides of the body, like different ends. Yes. Right? (laughs) Yes. I never felt the calling for for becoming a doctor, and I feel like you really have to have a calling. 
I believe, you know, my, I think my mom was operating on a teddy bear when she was, when she was six. I've, you know, I never had that, that, that I didn't even want it to study that much. But so I you were putting to. needles in your teddy bear when you were six. We didn't have, I no, no, you, didn't, you, didn't have you didn't have needles. Just you were like, mom, give me your sewing needles. I'm going to, I'm going to needle stones. my little brother or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I became a nutritionist. Uh, I really liked that practice too, but. I wanted to be an acupuncturist. So when I came here, I just came actually, that's the funny part. That's what I feel like I'm being guided. That's what I feel like I'm, I'm not really picking my path because I know I wanted to have a gap year when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to see the world. And I wanted to be an au pair because that was an, an exchange student. That was an easiest way to come to the States from Hungary. So I became uh, an au pair for a year and I wanted to go to Australia for another year. But I still haven't made it there yet. <laughs> I've been here for 13 years. I've stayed Are you afraid in- if you go to Australia, you won't come back? You'll be like, I'm going to set up acupuncture here. I can. That's the, that's the funny thing with, with the practice that you don't have a job. So you, you, I have a practice here. Right. If I move, then it would take me five, six years to build to it be, back up. To build it back up. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't want to do it because I'm comfortable. I have my life here. Right. Yeah. So that's the part when I, you know, I feel like I'm being guided that I never really knew where I want to go. I just wanted to go somewhere. You feel like you're being guided by some sort of source or spirit or universe or God? I I don't know if I can differentiate what's the difference between God and the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, I never got in that far. But I just feel like this is not my decision, you know, how I got here. And so you feel like you got here by by luck or by providence by yeah that's what it, that's what it, that's yeah you know, i cannot pinpoint it to anything why the u.s why new york and and i didn't speak any english um i learned along the way and um when i learned that there's an acupuncture school did I you go to acupuncture super, school here yeah i went to, to is it pacific or there's three acupuncture schools in the city uh one of them is tri-state which is right. more um sports based um musculoskeletal issues okay uh, pacific is more for internal diseases real traditional chinese uh medicine uh-huh. and there is a chinese um i believe the name is um well, i don't even know their name some other acupuncture school um they are really um traditional chinese medicine as well gotcha. so tri-state is the only one that's more sports based more uh, sports medicine and trigger point based tri needling based school Right, and you are a, primarily you work with athletes, yes. right? What kind of level of athletes do you work with? Um, I work out from um, a city center, mm-hmm. and uh, I work in a multidisciplinary clinic. Yeah. So we have acupuncturists, physical therapists, gyrotonic, um, massage, and nutrition. Right. Which uh, see a lot of dancers. You see a lot of dancers. Yeah, dancers and athletes. That's my, so. Um, my I mean, dancers are athletes. Yeah, I think. Right. I mean, yes. it's very like ballet dancers. Ballet or? dancers. Yeah. It's, ballet dancers. Very tough. Yes. Um, yes. They rely really on their bodies to. To. Have you seen like miraculous changes in your in your clients or is, because from what I mean, I, I've um, I've gone to maybe seven acupuncturists mm-hmm. in my life, which is kind of a, a good number compared to your average bear. And a lot of my friends are Chinese medicine doctors. So um, I guess. 
my question to you is, I, I think it takes, does it normally take like a hundred days in order for people to see changes or do you see changes right away? It depends what we're working on. If someone comes in with like just an acute neck pain, when, you know, you slap wrong, I can treat you in one or two sessions and, and you feel better. But if you come in in something that's more a chronic issue, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, or if you want to have, if you have pain with your periods, if you have anxiety, depression, yeah, that's right. obviously a longer, uh, longer treatment, treatment session. Yeah. Treatment plan. Yeah. Um, what made you work, want to work with athletes specifically? Um, that's the other thing that I can't really pinpoint. Right. It just came. And one day I, I, I was an athlete in, in so you yourself are an athlete. I was very active in elementary school. Um, uh -huh. I've done a bunch of sports. I used to run 5K every day, uh, six days a week. What? Um, <laughs> just for just for wow fun. What? Um, my parents. So so I have an older brother, and my parents put him to the reading school where he had to read a lot. And I don't know if they didn't trust me or they didn't believe in me, but they put me to sports school where I had uh, sports classes every day and then wow. twice more in the afternoon. So I had like seven sports classes a week. But I love that. I really enjoy being um, active. Mm -hmm. um, I ice skated. I um, do so did soccer. I played soccer, uh, ran, um, handball, basketball, mm -hmm. swimming, everything. So I just love that. And um, I kept it up um, till high school. And then, you know, as life gets in a way, always gets in a way, like you go to college, you want a party, and then you start working. You have to figure out, you pay rent. So it, you know, I, I had to say that, that it, I kind of like lapsed my athleticism. But slowly I returned to it and um, I, I started sports again. I started running again, started swimming and biking again. And then I decided to train for a, a, an Ironman. That's amazing. So you've done a full Ironman, a half Ironman? I've only done a half Ironman so far. So um, what is Ironman is what? Swimming, running? It's a long course triathlon. So okay. it consists of uh, 2.4 miles of swimming, 112 miles of biking, and a 26.2 mile run, a marathon at the end. This is all together at one time? It's back to back. Yeah, you have 17 hours. Marathon's to... not enough. <laughs> <laughs> you have 17 hours to complete the uh, the race. And it's amazing. Um, Th that's the half? That's, that's, the half? A, that's a full Ironman. Okay. So I've done a half. Okay, I've gotcha. done half of that. So 1.2 miles of swimming, 56 miles of biking, and a 13.1 mile run. That's amazing. And I did it in 5 hours and 57 minutes. What? Is that really fast? That's actually that's an average. That's average first timer. It would take me like five hours to like run around the block. <laughs> no, yeah, no. but you train for it. That's yeah, the fun yeah. part. Like I had a training schedule. I trained a year for this. Does having like that type of goal and then meeting that goal is that something that really feeds you? Is that something that like feels really good? Or I really worked hard for for the first half Ironman, and I just sort of became lazy. And, and You're really I hard still, on yourself. <laughs> I, no, but but like, like you know, a lot of people, a lot of Ironmans go from half Ironman to full Ironman, and I keep up the the Ironmans. Like the the person who convinced me to to do an Ironman, he's done um, like eighty marathons and and fifteen Ironmans in ten years. So these Ironman athletes are very very obsessed. Uh, with they the sound sport. addicted. Very addictive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. maybe instead of saying that you're lazy, you could say, I'm not addicted to Iron Man. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that, right? I mean, you can say I, that, I have right? a healthy relationship with Iron Man. I can walk away from Iron Man. I can go yeah. back to Iron Man. We didn't break up. We're just yeah. on hiatus. Yeah. Until I train, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to make you feel good about yourself. I feel good about myself. Okay, yeah. yeah. Good. I'm not very harsh. You're I not harsh on yourself? No. Okay, that's good. Maybe you feel that way. No, no, no. I th- yeah. feel great. Yeah. What um, sports do you do? Uh-huh. That's very funny. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, what sports do I do? I go to flywheel. Mm-hmm. Um, spinning. Yes, I do spinning and yoga, really, is what I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, do, I'm going to say in quotes because it's very uh, uh, kind of random. I don't have like a schedule, like I'm not training for anything. I'm just training to to i don't know just to stay fit just to fit. stay fit I, I i guess yeah 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 yoga for me varies between like very spiritual to you know actual yeah working out yeah sometimes it's both sometimes it's one or the other yeah that that's really a, that's really yeah that's it i'm i'm not an athlete i'm really my parents put me in like music camp so i was just a music i was just a performance it's funny nerd. how the parents speak for what we do right Yeah, yeah. I mean, I played music for a long time, and I'll probably go back. But I, you know, I, I, um, I just went to the perform. They, they, they did performance. I was in music, and I was in dance. So, mm-hmm. but I had a lot of injuries from dance. Yeah, a lot of dancers are. Chronic I had injured. chronic injuries, and um, so I had to stop dancing in my mid twenties. Yeah, but then I came back. It's just, it's just tough. But um, do you have uh, do you have injuries from all your athleticism, or do you needle yourself ever? Or do you receive acupuncture? Well, when I when I started training, when I started training, it's it's Ironman level fitness and dancers. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a different level of of fitness, and your body really needs to get adjusted to it. You need right. to get strong, and and till you get strong, I was yeah every day, I had a different injury. Every oh, week oh. I had a different injury, ankle sprain. Uh, weakness in my hips, um, core core weakness. You have to strengthen up. You have to strengthen your body. You have to train very very hard and and properly in order to be strong. And it takes time to adjust for your body. How do you balance resting for injury to like? Um, That's the hard part. To pushing yourself. That's the hard part uh, for me, and I believe for every athlete, because mm-hmm. you you don't wanna you don't ta- you don't wanna take time off. Mm-hmm. Um, you just wait till you get better. That's when acupuncture comes into practice with me. Acupuncture and massage um, really helps with getting back on your feet much faster and quicker. Um. So. And nutrition is and nutrition. Important. So very, very so important. you're you studied nutrition in Hungary or. Yes. Yes. Um, do you, are you a nutritionist here as well? Or I'm no? not registered to practice, but I have, the, you know, I but went to school. What to do. Yeah. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, yes, yeah. You, you can, yeah. Because, you know, you have the four years of knowledge. Right, right, right. Uh, and as I, you know, apply it to myself, uh, entrance nutrition, very, I very know cool. a lot. Yeah. And Chinese nutrition too, different. Yeah. I, I mean, I really, I really am a fan of Chinese herbs. I used to, mm-hmm. um, I used to have a lot of migraines mm-hmm. and, um, that's how I got into acupuncture actually. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I took a lot of Chinese herbs. Do you, do you do herbs as well? Or this is why I take the year off this year. I went back to, to study herbs. You did. Yeah. So you're studying herbs now. Yeah. So I just that's amazing. Are you studying at Tri-State or Tri-State? Somewhere? Yeah. They offered a one year, um, 300 hour class campo Japanese herbs um that's amazing so yes because I, I noticed that you know with acupuncture 
it sometimes is not enough because it's enough for a sports injury. Right. But th- these athletes, athletes get very, very tired. They deplete their body and they need more than acupuncture and rest. They need something uh, in order to, to heal faster. And that's when herbs come into to place. Yeah. Coming up, you'll hear Anna discuss how acupuncture helps with mind, body, and spirit. We'll talk about fibroids, cancer, and demons. Do you have a story or a comment you'd like to share? I'd love to hear from you. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at All Possible Show. You can also connect with me directly at my own website, beingmypurpose.com. The superior audio quality on Mouth Media Network is powered by Sennheiser. And as a listener, you can receive a 25% discount on virtually any headphone, microphone, and other high-quality audio product available to purchase directly on the Sennheiser website. Just visit Sennheiser.com and enter the code MouthMediaSen, that's MouthMedia, S-E-N-N, at checkout. Anna, so how does acupuncture, we talked about how acupuncture helps with sports, Mm -hmm. right? And um, can you tell us a little bit how acupuncture helps with the mind? That's actually a really hard question because I, I understand acupuncture from uh, a sports medicine background uh-huh. with treating muscles, needling agonist and antagonist muscles, uh-huh. um, correcting the posture. But when it comes to the real traditional Chinese medicine, I shouldn't say real traditional Chinese medicine because it's just traditional Chinese medicine, right. um, I have a harder time understanding it. My schooling was more in sports medicine. You clearly know about sports acupuncture and you shared earlier that you work with a psychiatrist, right? Yes. To treat people for anxiety and depression. Can yes. you tell us a little bit more about your experience there? Um, yes. So I work with um, an MD, a psychiatrist from Columbia University, who, who refers me patients who are on lots of medications and the medications are not helping mm-hmm. or they would like to come off of the medications, yes. would like to be more treated by a more alternative uh, method. And that's when it like, that's when it's tricky for me because I understand acupuncture from a sports medicine background. We we check your posture. I know what muscles are not working or overworking. But when it comes to headaches, anxiety, and depression, um, I, I struggle with that. Um, I know that we work with um, sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Okay. The pers- the the sympathetic nervous system is when you're running away from a lion. So you're focusing on uh, flight or flight. You don't have time to digest. You don't have time to right. to be mindful. And a lot of people who, who who suffer from anxiety are kind of being stuck in this sympathetic uh, tone. And acupuncture can help with um, increasing, decreasing your your sympathetic tone uh, just by needling. Um, we use the actually the ear for mm-hmm. um, anxiety, um, depression, smoking cessations overeating, anything that's more being like stuck in a certain place. Because actually uh, research shows um, uh, that the, the one of the branch of the valgus nerve mm-hmm. ends in the ear. And by just needling that point, needling the ear, you can actually help calm the body down. 
Um, and as I said, I, I struggle with this part of acupuncture and Chinese medicine because I, I know about the meridians, um, right. but my studies were not that deep um, in, in that, in that, in but that it, area. But, it, but, you, but you do have results in terms you of helping results. people yes. with anxiety and depression. Yes. Because when I, I had a few bouts of massive depression in my life, and I was resistant to treatment mm -hmm. with medicine, which mm -hmm. is how I became a healer, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's part of how it, why I became a healer, mm -hmm. um, because that's what worked for me. But but acupuncture, I, I went to acupuncture, I went to Reiki, I meditated. Acupuncture really helped me with migraines, and I had um, I had tremors, mm -hmm. kind of like pseudo seizures. Mm -hmm. So, but so, but you, it's sort of like, from what I understand, you guys may know which points to use, yes. like what points on the body to use yes. for anxiety, to yes. use for depression, yes. but not necessarily, Don't we don't fully understand all the science behind it. Is yes. that correct? Yes. So for if you come in something for more of an internal um, issue, headaches, mm -hmm. anxiety, depression, as we talked about it, we check your pulse yes. and, and tongue. Yes. Uh, and we pick points according to what we feel and yeah. what we see. With tongue diagnosis, we, we check... Uh, the shape of your tongue, mm -hmm. the coating yes. on the tongue, uh, the color of your tongue, and we see what is going on inside. Because uh, back thousands of, years, thousands of years ago, they didn't have an MRI, they didn't have an X-ray, so they didn't really know what is going on inside the body. They used the tongue to see and the to pulse check, to check inside. Yeah, in Chinese medicine, we have twenty-eight different kind, different kinds of pulses. Uh, we check again the shape of it. Um, the, the width, sh the shape of the pulse, the shape. Like, is it is it wide or is it very thin? How wow. is it? How is it beating? Yeah. Is it fast? Is it slow? And we have three locations on each hand, each wrist, to uh, to see and feel. That's three different really cool depths. But my studies were not very strong in that area. So you're studying that deeper. Yes, and this year, with this year, the herbs. That's very very cool. So you're going in for I guess for for more education. Yes. Um. Yeah, because I've definitely um, stuck my tongue out at my, I mean, not on purpose, just like, I mean, they asked me to, I wasn't like, uh, you know, um, at my acupuncturist and they yeah. were like, oh, you have heart heat. I don't know what that, do you know what that means? It's just more, that's what we call anxiety. Um, anxiety? That the tip of your tongue. Yes, you, is red. If you pointed out, it's red. Yes. Yeah. No, so the tip of my tongue is red and that's, that's called heart heat. Yes. Um, okay. Anxiety makes more sense. I mean, I don't. Okay, gotcha. So um, that's very, very cool. So do you, there are also spiritual points in acupuncture, which um, we're both familiar with, but maybe it's not no, really no, part no. of your practice. No. Because I just wanted the listeners to know that there's a point under the tongue. Yep. And yeah. if, we, if we could see Anna, she's showing us where it is. That is for, and also under the nose, yeah. it is for exorcisms, which is very exciting. So it's uh, to remove under the nose is the exorcism? No, this one is just to revive. That's to revive. What, yeah. like a dead person or just no, in general? I don't think a dead person. No, but you if, can't bring yeah, back people. No, I don't think we can. But if you, if near that, we would say that. But I believe it's just, we were joking about this in school uh, because this point hurts so much by needling. So yes. even if you're near that from needling this point, you just... I'm here. Just stop needling me. Oh, so it brings people back in the body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's some points that that will remove because demons are part of um, 
Chinese tradition, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think the Chinese government thinks that the Dalai Lama is a demon and vice versa, right? Um, <laughs> that's just what I hear from my friends um, who know a bit more about it I'm than I do. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure about that part. I don't no, know. No, I'm not I speaking for the for Chinese it. government. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, but, but it's part of kind of like the culture. But um, there's also ghost points. Do, yes. you know, do you know what that means? Or? Oh, I've really learned about it in school. I've never really gotten into. Yeah, but that's not really your practice. No, so but I w- I'm interested in, I'm interested in everything uh, regarding acupuncture. Yeah. So I would like to learn about, right now I'm stuck in sports. <laughs> uh, but I would like to know more about but everything. I, I would think athletes would be really good um, uh, clients or patients, however you call them, mm-hmm. because they really want they really want to be the highest performance. Yes. Do they question like how this how this works, or they don't care because they feel better? Um, they don't really question. They 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 because they feel better, and also they see results from it. Uh, very quick results. Um, as I said, for a sports injury, it's it's a quick result. But if they come in because they suffer from insomnia or performance anxiety, yeah. they stress so much regarding yeah. like around race 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 day. Uh-huh. Um, it's very very calming. So they see results from it. There's no question. Great. Do you ever have someone who doesn't see results and is like, this is garbage and they usually, I don't really hear that because they don't, maybe they just don't come back. Gotcha. But it's not really part of my practice. No, so. I figured mm-hmm. it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. I, I, what I, what I do admire, I admire a lot about athletes is discipline and like they're willing to do whatever it takes to. to and that's why, that's when it comes in the, the patients from the anxiety and depression patients yeah. that I struggle with them sometimes too, that they take all sorts of medications, Yes. but they question acupuncture. They are, they are the population that are more prone to questioning how does it work, but they would, wouldn't question medications. They just take it. And we, a lot of medications yeah. are, you're walking in the dark. They yes. don't actually understand how mm-hmm. a lot of the medications mm-hmm. work. I'm not telling people to get off their meds, but I'm just, you know, no, no, of course not. No, of course not. Um, I mean, I was at one point on like seven different psych meds at once and I hate, I mean, I hated, I didn't want to be on anything, but it just like, I guess it kept me alive Mm -hmm. until I was able to get off of everything Mm -hmm. using alternative Mm -hmm. methods Mm -hmm. and then just not needing it Mm -hmm. anymore at all. Um, So the other thing I wanted to ask you about is, um, can you tell us about your experience with having a fibroid? Yes, I had one, a huge one. I didn't even know I had it. I thought I lost weight. I, I noticed something in the mornings that, uh, but I thought it's my bladder being full. Uh-huh. So I never really paid closer attention to it. Yeah. Um, and as I said, I had, I had recently lost weight. Um, so I was like, whatever, that's just my bladder full in the morning. But I went for my general checkup with my, with my MD mm-hmm. and she said that, oh, that's actually a fibroid. And it's funny, my dad is a gynecologist. But he's in Hungary. I'm here, so and, right. And you probably don't want your dad checking yeah, you actually, out. Yeah, actually, as I said, you don't want your dad examining you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so I, I, I was diagnosed with a fibroid, and back then it was the size of a grapefruit. Right. It was a subserosal fibroid. What does so that, that mean? So that means there are three different kinds of fibroids. There is one subserosal, which is on top of the uterus. Okay. That's like the best kind to have. They say because it doesn't really interfere with your periods. It doesn't really cause any pain. Um, there's one intramural uh-huh. when it's in the wall of uh-huh. the uterus. Yes. And the third one, I don't I don't remember the name, intra, something intra. Um, it's just floating. It's inside the uterine wall. Yeah. Um, and that can cause a lot of pain, a lot of bleeding problems, heavy periods, uh-huh. uh, infertility. 
so luckily I had the one that's on top of it. Okay. And we were fine. We I didn't have any pain. I had no PMS. Never had any PMS. Um, but it started to to grow. Uh, I went for acupuncture myself and took herbs, but um, it didn't stop growing. And not only did it stop growing, it actually grew to become a size of a cantaloupe. Right. In like seven or eight months, and then my brother was like, "Do you want to have?" A horizontal cut or you want to have a vertical bikini cut it's like don't delay the surgery go for the surgery yeah and that's when i decided to to get surgery and had it removed so um acupuncture increases blood flow yes so and the fibroid is mostly blood is that right um no? we call it the phlegm we call it like a mass but okay. even if then if you if you if you needle around that increases blood flow and it's more prone to to grow to grow unfortunately so, and you said earlier, that's, that's why um, people don't, you don't treat cancer with acupuncture, correct? We don't treat the cancer. Uh, we don't treat cancer. We treat the symptoms gotcha. of cancer. We treat uh, nausea. Uh, so there's a very important point on the wrist for nausea. Well, not nausea is from the chemotherapy, yes. right? Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. We don't yeah. treat cancer. We just treat the symptoms of cancer right. and chemo, uh, fatigue, headaches. That's what we treat. That sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. We don't want to increase blood flow. No, to the because, cells. because, and, and so how does, because a lot of people go for fertility, go mm-hmm, to acupuncture for mm-hmm. fertility. Do you, do we have an idea of how that works exactly? Um, that's not part of, that's what not really part of my studies. Um, I, I believe in that part is the, uh, the meridian therapy, yeah. uh, coldness, yin and yang. That's when yin and yang comes in. Yes, um, I love yin and yang. It's very exciting. Yeah, very interesting. And increasing blood flow to the uterus, cutting out cold, yeah. cold foods, cold drinks, uh, mindfulness, mm-hmm. stress reduction. Gotcha. Which mm-hmm. is a huge issue. Yes. Um, in general and with infertility. Mm-hmm. Coming up, you'll hear from Anna about the importance of discipline and how emotions should never dictate what you do. Do you remember what we used to say about running? Oh, somebody bigger had to chase you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. I'm BJ Smith, and that's exactly how I felt about running most of my life. That was until one fall day in 2011. I was chasing my son in the backyard when... Something had to change. This was the beginning of my journey to becoming a runner. One that would take me from couch to marathon in less than two years. Now I'm setting my sights higher. This is 16 Weeks, a new podcast from Mouth Media Network, following me on my journey to get into shape while keeping up my obligations at work and still being there for my family. And I'm not doing it alone. My name is Keith Smart. I won a silver medal in Beijing. I'm a sport and exercise psychologist at ECU. Coach athletes all over the world. I'll talk with experts about challenges all runners face, like figuring out how to make time to run, what to eat, and how to train. You got so dehydrated. Your heart rate went up and it felt like you were working so hard. Everything's trainable, whether it's run form, strength. That's all trainable. And so is our thinking. Subscribe now to 16 Weeks on iTunes, Google Play Music, or wherever you find great podcasts. Together, we can do this. Anna, I would love for you to share with our audience what you believe your central message is. Discipline and number two, emotions should never dictate what we 
what we do. Um, Iron Man not only taught me how to exercise and gave me a stronger body, but also I believe it gave me a stronger mindset of, of committing to something. Committing means doing something even when you don't want to do it. Uh, even when you come home at eight o'clock in the in the evening after in my case seeing six or seven patients and being tired or in other people's case coming home and being exhausted mentally um, and yet you you still have an hour of run to do an hour of biking to do and and you put everything aside and you just just go for it and the first 15 20 minutes you may feel that what am I doing why am I just being exhausted I don't want to be here but as you keep continuing with the, with 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 the with the training for that day, you actually do start feeling better. And and when you finish, what is the sentence? You you never regret an exercise you didn't you didn't do, mm-hmm. right? You never regret an exercise because you just feel better at the end. And here we can tie back my patients too. That with anxiety and depression uh, patients that, you know, they are so committed to taking their medications, you know that you have, in order for the medic- medication to work, you you take two or three pills, three, four, four, two, three times a day. Um, and I try to try to tell them that, you know, it doesn't matter how bad you feel, how sad you are, how angry you are, you have to go for the 20 minute, 50 minute, 20 minute walk or an hour mm-hmm. bike ride. Mm-hmm. And I promise that you will feel better. And my favorite quote for that is that food is the most widely abused anti-anxiety drug, while exercise is the most underutilized antidepressant. I think it's so true. If you if you exercise regularly, you're going to start feeling better. You're always on exercise high. You're always happy. Mm-hmm. That's what I noticed with, with my training too. I, I believe this past year was my happiest year. Mm-hmm. ever i should say so i'm looking forward f- to more training to be just happy what about when your emotions are telling you something that's really important because a lot of people don't listen to their emotions in a way that negatively impacts them what do you mean by that well sometimes your emotions are telling you that you're in the wrong job or you're in the, in the wrong relationship why should your emotions i think you should listen to that i okay. think that voice is telling you to change something and it's it's really it's really easy to to live in fear Mm-hmm. And really easy to to st- to do continue doing what what's most familiar to you, but I feel like the body is, is exactly what you said. Something is guiding you. Something is telling you that change. Mm-hmm. Um, go for it. I, I I have no fear. If I feel that something is not working for me, I, I change. You have to change. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So. How does your guidance show up for you? Is it a feeling? Is it a knowing? I just have a gut feeling that this is not right. And, and even when I was in a bad relationship, when I had the fibroid, mm-hmm. I, I knew that this is not the right person. This is, I shouldn't be here, but I had to figure it out of how I want and what I want. And, and, and one day I was just ready and just left, had my surgery and never looked back. I never look back. I never really keep contact with my exes. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily feel that I want to, I want them in my life still because I feel like if I wanted them in my life, I wouldn't have broken up with them. Right. So I don't, but I have, uh, it's just, I can bring it my, my other life, um, style, um, advices to, to patients. 
I have a very small closet uh, for clothes. Okay. Uh, I thought maybe a metaphorical closet. You can <laughs> use that. You can use that. Um, but uh, every time... These I, are the three people I have in my life, in my closet. <laughs> no. Yes. That um, I have a small closet. If I don't wear something the past six, seven months, I just donate it or throw yeah, it yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a small closet too. We live in New York City. N- not only for that. I have a big closet actually, but oh. I keep it very small because oh, I, don't, okay. I don't like to keep... So it is metaphorical. No. <laughs> I, 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 I like to get rid of things. You don't need them anymore. Just mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah. So don't hold on to things. So what what advice do you have for someone who has a very hard time with discipline? How do you become disciplined? Just do it. Just go <laughs> for it. It really it comes for me it comes back down to that. Just set just change your schedule and then you just you start today with 15 minutes of whatever you need to do. Let's stick with exercise. Do today 15 minutes. Wednesday, 15 minutes, Friday, 15 minutes. And that just becomes part of your routine. Right. It comes back down to routine and habits. Right. And I believe for, for takes a month, I believe. Yeah, um, to I, create I, a habit. Yeah, so, to create so habits. say 21 days. 21 days to create habits, yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally believe in that. Just for the 21 days, you may suffer, but you do it. And then it's just a new you. That's just who you are. Were you always this disciplined? No. When were you not disciplined and how did you become? Was it Iron Man that made I you I think disciplined? Iron Man made me very, very disciplined. Yeah. Because there's, you train 15, 16 hours a week. It's a part-time job. And, and you realize that if you want to get better at something, you can be good at anything you want to be good at. You just need to commit to it. That's what Iron Man has taught me. And that's why I'm very, very grateful for, for the training. That's awesome. Yeah. Even though, I, as I said earlier, I knew what I, I want to be an acupuncturist, but I was just all over the place. I wanted to needle ghost points. I wanted to treat everything and everyone. And you can't really do that. No. You have to, you have have to narrow. Yeah. You have to narrow your, your practice of who you feel comfortable treating with. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's really smart. So you were like, this is who I work with. These are my clients. And you're learning more stuff as you go on, which yeah. is great, right? You I treat on. everyone. Right. But most of my clients are athletes. Got it. Dancers. Very cool. Anna, thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate you being here. How can people get in touch with you and find you? You can always email me or find my website uh, or call me. Uh, my email is info at my first name and last name dot com. So A-N-N-A-H-A-J-O-S-I dot com, Anahayoshi dot com. Um, my website is www.anahayoshi dot com. And my phone is 646-648-1340. I'm also on Instagram at holisticathletenyc. Um, so find me and come for acupuncture. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And for you, think about how you could bring more discipline into your life, how emotions steer you in terms of either guiding you towards what you need or guiding you away from things that are really not in your best interest. My name is Jessica Brodkin. I've been your host. You could find me at loveandlightservices.com or Jessica Brodkin on social media, B-R-O-D-K-I-N. Be on the lookout for all possibilities. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at All Possible Show. Episodes are available on iTunes, Google Play, and our website, allpossibilitiesshow.com. This show is produced by Mouth Media Network, copyright 2017, all rights reserved. 
No portion of the show may be distributed or published without the expressed written permission of the producers. Thank you for joining us. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.